Now featuring Aaron from Netflix and Grill. Hello and welcome to the 104th episode of the Afternoon Yap. I'm Chunk the Punk, and with me today is my co-host and best pal in the whole wide world, it's Dinger Dog. Hi! Hiya! And uh, we have some guests with us. Aaron is doing something, or we just didn't call him. He's not going to be on the show today. But our he's good- actually just right down the street. He he just posted on his gram like he's like <laughs> hanging out at your neighbor's house. <laughs> and yeah, he's hanging out at the neighbor's house in the shrimp that they cook four out of ten. Yeah, <laughs> he uh, said we got guests with us today. Malpo. Hey, how's it going? And uh, and Kyle. What's up, man? Good to have you, pals, back. Uh, Digger dog. Are we gonna fall to pieces in this episode? It's gonna be rough. Okay. Um, good. Like, like I, I said, your back might hurt because you got to carry this episode, and you're not your typical charming self right now. I, like I, you're you're exhausted. You, you had a long night last night. You had a. Uh, you made it to the gym this morning at seven a.m. You I'll left wait. this house at one a.m. Yeah, yeah. Priorities, bro. Did, so what did you work out? Did you just run? I ran, and then I did some other things. And it was it's core day. Do you lift? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I I I, I try to. St- I go to the gym where they're not allowed to grunt and stuff, so I, I feel okay when I. Lift. Wait a second, is that like a new woke like movement? Like you can't grunt? No, it's just a gym where it's like they don't allow like. Well, how how are people gonna know that you're getting swole if you can't grunt? I, I guess they just look at you like. Like, you know, the gym where they just look at you and see that you're swole. All right, let's get the cat out of the bag. <laughs> there Actually, there is no bag. There is no cat. You guys, your baseball team made it to the state championships? Congratulations. Uh, yes, you, you 19 <laughs> nationals, actually, as it were. Um, Please tell me how you got there, too. Just the last game, the, the game that you played on Wednesday or Thursday. Oh, we didn't play it. We we won by forfeit. How often does that happen? Uh, that's the first time ever. But that that was the te- like that was actually going to be the game of the season for me. Like we're probably pretty evenly matched. We may have been able to beat that team, but then they only had five players show up, and uh, on to the finals we go. And I, I and as a coach, I feel you have to uh, like you have to teach your your players to be pro- like have pride in your like you're in the championship it doesn't matter how we got here you got a couple i'm not allowed to talk about the team um no you're not you've got you've got some star players yep. and you've got some players that you wish would improve but that's going to happen in in coaching any sport you're right right, right. i like how you've backpedaled this you're like <laughs> what am i allowed to say look gonna go- let's talk about your marriage let's, okay. let's get into this cuz i'm seeing some things that just i don't look right um <laughs> How so? You guys play the championship game today. Wait, we're we talking about I th- in my marriage. No, 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 no. <laughs> sharp turn there. Sharp turn. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was this morning. So, and we we got trounced. Like I'm not afraid to say it. We we got our our uh, butts beat. Do you think maybe it's time you hang up the mitt or hang up the towel? Say I tried coaching. I look good out there, but I just I'm in over my head. You told me that. You said I didn't. That. You I said, said none you're of in the over things. your head. I said none of those things. I'm. <laughs> I don't know where this is going. Let's talk about your marriage. Okay. <laughs> I don't think there's anything new to report. <laughs> hey, did you ever sunburn your eyeballs? Oh my gosh, we're going to this. This is. Did you know Dinger sunburn his eyeballs? Mm-hmm. That I did not know mm-hmm. that. Dinger dog. That doesn't happen to people. It actually does. It, you want to explain? So, so you partied so hard at the Radiohead concert when you were 21. No. That you sunburnt your eyeballs? Not not at all what happened. So prior to the Radiohead concert for the uh, what album was that? And okay, there computer. there? No, I'm just No. Kidding. Oh okay, yeah, okay computer. computer. Like I'm not 98. Um prior to the album with there there on it. I forget what it's called right now. Um Radiohead came through the U.S. and they only played like three venues, right? They were they were really snobby and exclusive about it, and they played Blossom in Cleveland. I should have gone. I I, I you should have gone. Huge, I'm not a huge Radiohead fan, but I'm sure that that was a fun time. Yeah, it was an absolute great show. Okay, Computer. Like, do you notice how many bands like after that album came out? Like, how big of a record that was that like people changed their sound to be more like that kind of is it space rock? I, That's I, what I always called it. It was like a nickname for I don't it. think it's space rock, because space rock makes me think of more like like ambient. Like, I don't know. I don't, I, whatever it is, it, it, it rocked, and radio has changed music. ton of mushrooms. No. 
None of those things. <laughs> none of those things. We ordered one pizza with mushrooms. No. Yeah, yeah. So we... That before had to that, have been a pretty druggy crowd, though, right? Oh man, the, like, I, I remember. All right, to cut to the chase, I remember being at the show. Like they're playing like uh, Street Spirit as their like encore, and there was this drugged out eighteen year old. It's like, the, "Will you buy me a beer? Will you buy me a beer? I'll give you twenty dollars. Will you buy me a beer?" And I'm did like, you "Buy me a beer?" No, she. I did not buy her a beer because the. Because I couldn't convince her that they were like stop selling alcohol, like just like any show before the encore, they stop selling alcohol at some point. Like I would to make you stop, but they stopped selling alcohol anyway. So I was my job at the time was maintenance, and I laid pavers. Um, so I was laying pavers, like they're white pavers, and I was doing that all day, and I didn't wear sunglasses because I didn't think I needed to. And apparently the light reflected from the pavers up into my eyes. And if you do that, and it was July, and I, you actually can sunburn your eyeballs. But so, so what did you do? Put lotion on your eyeballs? Like no, how did you, I, I didn't did even you know. Just, you I just walked I just, around looking like you were at a Radiohead concert. Yeah, I just weeks? walked around looking like I'd already been to the Radiohead <laughs> concert. Oddly enough, I had to go home first because we all met in our hometown, and I had, we were meeting at my parents' house. Oh, to of go, course, which was a great like. You know, why does it always happen to me that I get into situations where my excuses are true, but they're like they sound like such bullshit? Oh, it's a, it's it's a it's a fabulous story. I I, I, how that always <laughs> I mean, oh, thank you, Mal Pal. I, it, I, Mom, I sunburned my eyeballs. She's like, God damn it! You no, know, I walk in the door and and my mom's like, Oh, it's good to see you, and then like automatically gives you that like disappointed mm-hmm. like. Really, you're gonna do this to me in my own home face? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, no, no, mm-hmm. you you you. You've got this wrong. Like it's not tomorrow; it's today. Like I, tomorrow I might look like crap, but today I'm just off work. Uh, and then my dad came out and said, "Son, you know, pulled me aside. He's like, you be careful out there.' I don't know. The story's falling apart. Yeah. But yeah, you yeah. can sunburn sunburn your eyeballs. Uh, have you noticed that there's been a particular uptick in the amount of um, what is it, people that sit at the at the streets and, and are begging for money? Panhandlers at the at the streets. There's a new guy that's up by my street, and he has a sign that says, uh, "Smile, you are awesome." And he he always looks dressed very well. So I'm assuming that he has a job, has a car. He's just he's a freeloader panhandling. Yeah. And you've done that before, right? Because it's an easy buck. What were some of the signs that you had out? I think you had one that said, "Eh, things could be better." No, the only time I actually legitimately did this was at the uh, you legitimately did this. No, it was it, you did this at the Radiohead concert. No, because you wanted it was the Ashland County Fair, and last I, year. No, come on, come on, come on. It was when we were like, let's say, in the nineties, late nineties, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. and you would walk around and you would just say, because there were no cell phones, right? Mm-hmm. You got to lay the scene, mm-hmm. uh, and you just ask somebody for a quarter because you got to call your mom, mm-hmm. and if you just ask. Everyone you go by for a quarter, you end up with like $5.75 by the end of the day. Did you get a couple hot dogs? I think I got fries. God, that's a terrible story. Yeah, it is a terrible... <laughs> Do you remember when you guys used to sit outside? Do you think the we... wheels are off at this point, or is that still coming? No, no, no. We're, I haven't... We're going to get... Can we get Mao Pao and Kyle involved in this? Cause sure, I... I'm sorry. This is... It's, it always ends up being a dinner, dinger-centric episode. No, you're good. Keep going. <laughs> Mapow, I heard that you uh, had I some flight troubles recently. What, what's the rest of the story? You bu- you bumped. Did you do this year after year? At the yeah, park? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got in a fight with a guy with, whose initials are ML about it. What? Yeah. ML? Who are you talking about? I'm not going to name names. I don't <sighs> kiss and tell. Martin Landers. Yes. <laughs> Martin, that was uh, oh, that's a strange callback to an actual name from high school. That's not. No. Oh, that's two different names, right? Yes, I think so. <laughs> Anyway, moving. What's next on the uh, on the hot button hot take list? I heard that you are. Um, <laughs> I, just, not not enough has happened, Dinger Dog. Usually you're out just going buck wild, but you know you you lost the championship, which that's a bummer. So when's when's baseball starting up again? Uh, spring of next year. So what are you going to do to fill your time? You love being gone. You love being out of that house. Uh, I don't you're know. Too cooped up in your house, and you're getting really cooped up in your basement office. I know this because you said it last night. And oh, your I, wife said tough shit. 
Do you remember that? Uh, absolutely. And by the way, we get home, and she went to change the laundry or whatever, and I made one of these mistakes that you shouldn't make. Is it a comment like I would make? No, no. It was one of the mistakes that, like, it's like a bonehead. Like, so my basement's very old, My like, and it has... You know, everybody that is anybody has glass block windows for their basement, but not me because they're still from the 70s or whatever. So they're just like wood panel things that you can swing open. Either way, but it's really nice for the basement office. So when it's hot, I just open the window to get a little breeze down there in the morning. It's, it's really nice to get some fresh air in the basement so I don't feel so like mildewy and stuffy. Your bar's not down there anymore, right? You, you Oh, it's right by the I had to cover I covered it with the Tottenham flag for Like now. it did something wrong. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's in the I, same corner. You did this to me yesterday. It's yeah. only 9:30. It's only 9:30. <laughs> I, I I don't need a drink to get to this meeting. I don't When was the last time you did that? When was the last time that you were working and you said, "I've never had a drink at work." At, at work is at home. I've had well, see, in now, Mad now Men, they drink the all lines. the time. What in Mad Men they drink at work all the time? Wait, that was the fifties. Oh, I thought I didn't know that was a period piece. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. So, Dinger Dog. Anyway, I left the window. I left. I pulled the window open, and I left it open. And then we came out here forever. And then my lovely wife went to change the laundry or whatever she did when she went home, and stopped. Saw the window open. Stopped. And was rather mad at me, one, because she was screaming for me, and I was like, I knew what I did right when I heard her, like, but I thought I was just going to get, like, scolded for leaving, like, rightfully so. It's you, left, you left a window open. Right, like, but it's, like, Clint ground Hill's level. Not, Clintonville's not very safe. Like, you, right, so, you have a lovely house, and, and but it's just, yeah, okay, there's so just the, I, the, I won't the, do it again, right, 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 so the window was left open, but I, I, so I was moving slowly because I wasn't in a hurry to get scolded for what I knew I did sure. wrong. No one likes that. She ha- assumed that someone broke in through that window, oh, and that's why it was open. Uh-huh. So my lack of effort to get there in a hurry only made it worse. Uh, I guess I'll say that. But to which so did you sleep on the couch last night? No. The point is, the point is, when when you're wrong, don't like I can never I can never remember to put down the shovel because you know. I the window la- pulls in and then you can latch it and uh, and you know when you like I did it on purpose. No, when I, I said yes, he broke in and then he made sure he latched the window up. You know, like and that doesn't go well. Like no. this doesn't go well at one thirty in the morning. Anyway, this is not. What else you got on that list? Ah, uh, you're gonna live on a boat when you retire. Yes. Period. It. What are you gonna eat? What? Uh, whatever the wor- whatever the life gonna carry you. That. What kind of boat? Uh, the bounty bon- of the sea. Yes, yeah, I'm gonna eat the bounty of the sea. Uh, I don't know. I think I, I've been examining. Some, it's always been a goal of mine to find a place where it's safe, my money goes far, and uh, the weather's great. Prague and no. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, sorry. You Prague. fit in well at Prague. Chunk's been there. Were you grumpy? I've been there once. Yeah. <laughs> Just naming the one country he's been. To. I've been to a couple countries. Yeah, and I, I'm not going back. The water was warm. I'm not going back. No you, air conditioning. You had to tip your servers. Yeah. No. Well, hey, what? We had a discussion. You were upset earlier today about thank having you. To tip thank you. you. Ask some questions. Why? Why are you upset about having to tip our delivery man? Oh, because it's it's an expensive order of wings. We're getting 75 wings, which comes up to $90. The restaurant is down. Let's have, let's have a discussion about this. Yeah, let's just go. They are a mile from my house, or less than a mile. I should be picking them up, but we're too lazy to do that. And it's, Lazy. Cute. Yeah, that's why you're paying a tip. <laughs> no, well, so there's a delivery fee of three bucks. But no, don't give me that hands up shit. The, the, the delivery fee does not go to the driver that brings the wings to you. You are asking them. I am tipping the guy. That's why I said, do we have at least five to eight dollars among us? No, the first option. And this is bullshit. The first option that it was was zero or 15 percent. Well, 15 percent. There was no other button. No, there was no other button. There was no other. There was no enter this amount because it's whatever their bogus app is. And if 15 percent is like thirteen dollars, I'm I talked to a pizza delivery guy or an ex-pizza delivery guy, our buddy Chan, and he said, I've delivered 100 million pizzas. He's like, it, it doesn't work like that. He's like, if, if somebody gives me a dollar on a stack of pizzas, it's the exact same as one pizza because it's, they're not servers. They're, they're not like coming back and forth. They're dropping one oh, parcel oh. off to my house. So I'm going to give hold them- Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Hold on a nice, minute. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. $13 hold on a minute. When your wings. server comes to your table- and your family of four is eating out. Do they go back four times for each entree? 
to bring it back and forth? Did you want me to Are tip, you tipping you based on the tip number of steps guy? they made? Did you want to... What? Are you tipping based on the number of trips they make? No, you're tipping on the... But they also... <laughs> oh, you're tipping on the, so, on the like, bill. I kind of see it both ways. Like, if the app is set up so that you have to pay at least this much for a yeah. tip, that's that's kind of shady and and wrong. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I, you're being lazy. You... You're what, what do you the service? You owe them something. What so do you guys? What do you guys be angry do? Angry at the restaurant and tell them to fix their app. Yeah, and well, pay I, the I'm worker. Give him cash. He just might spit in the food before he gets here because he thinks he's getting zero percent on a ninety dollar. So, uh, have you ordered from this place before? Because now I am worried. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Actually, good then, good thinking, Malpa. I, I hadn't even put that too. together. You have ordered from this place. Uh-huh. They know. There's only two wings over in Columbus, and somehow. The, the old one was at my old house, and then they just opened one, and it's a block away from my house. And I, I'm not tipping the guy 13 bucks. And Dinger, you wouldn't do it either. Actually, you're a pretty good tipper. What do you guys do in the situation where you are picking up food, and the lady slides the thing over, and it's and you have to like put tip or no tip? If you're picking up the food yourself, is that a no tip situation, or is that a tip situation? It just Jeff? depends on how you're feeling Dinger? on the day. Yeah, yeah, I think tip. is that a sexual joke? No, no. <laughs> like if you're being generous that day, you might tip them, say thank you. Uh, if you don't feel like it, you don't feel like it. You say no tip. Danger, you were saying just the tip like a lot last night, weren't you? Yeah, it was my but thumb. But you were talking about yeah, just the tip, just my thumb, <laughs> just the tip of your thumb. What are you talking about? So <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna live on a boat, right? And, and you're going to be a shitty tipper. I'm going to be a and shitty and tipper. Gonna, but now I know that when, wife, when we go to lunch I know that together. the kids aren't invited. When we the go, wife isn't invited either, no, right? No, she it's is. The, she, it, well, she's invited. What's the transaction here? Her company or? No, of course her company. <laughs> golly. Well, no wonder she doesn't listen. Yeah. It's a boat, so there is the implication. Yeah, it's a boat. I, I, I think the idea is I'm going to... I'm gonna, Tempt her onto the boat with the idea that she might be able to push me off. She's looking to murder you. Yeah, yeah. I'll just be like, hey, I just, just since we're going to sea, I just upped the life insurance to two mil. Ah, and then the piece of the grave. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> There'll be a few bad days floating around in the ocean, but we'll be all right. Let's wrap up this barn burner. <laughs> uh, dog. So Dinger Dog so, took me. Go ahead. What were you about to say? Just remember, if you have lunch with Chunk. Make sure you f- you double your tip. I'm a good for the poor server because I was a server for like three years. But in you college, clearly have never delivered. And I tip twenty percent. Even it, I tip fifteen percent if it's terrible service. But and then I tip twenty percent usually. Uh, but I, on the whole delivery thing, it's it's not being a waiter. It, that's my thing. I, I'm tipping the guy. Snob. So Dinger Dog. Snob. You took me to the most prestigious. Uh, dive bar in all of Columbus, Ohio a week ago. I did, yeah. I was having a bad day. I called Dinger. I said, dog, I need to talk to you about some stuff. Luckily, I Wes, was off Wes work. has been sick for months. We weren't working. We weren't working. And uh, where'd we go? Do you remember? We went and got tacos. Okay. The, the, the dive bar, sir. Oh, after tacos. Yes. This is the Ruckmore. Have you guys heard of the Ruckmore at all? It is a bar that is also right down the street that we could go to, cash only, opens at 5.30 in the morning. Yes. They're, they're, Some people work third shift? Exactly. Thank you, Malpal. Exactly. We're right. We're, I, I feel uh, like you guys haven't been there, so you don't know how astounding this, this place is. Dinger Dog, he fits right at home. He wanted to stay for a second beer, and I was like, I don't know, man. This is, I think that guy's on heroin behind us. Like, he was. Let him enjoy his time. <laughs> like, was it? Was he? He wasn't. Who are you to judge? Yeah. He yeah. clearly was in no shape to steal your wallet. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. what are you worried about? Like, they got pool tables, they got uh, dartboards, they've got uh, heroin addicts, limited light bulbs, limited like, light bulbs, like leathery, loungy it, seats it that are a little sticky. Like, yeah, it all, it looks, does it look German? Does it yeah, look, it's like German 70s ish. Yeah. It's nice, and it's connected to a, um, a massage parlor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Thanks so much. It oh, is, sorry, massage parlor. I, told, I, had a little, I uh, told my wife that I went there with the dog. Of course I went with the dog. Okay. And she goes, the only thing that I've ever heard about that place is that, what did she say? She goes, that there is an, a, a massage parlor where you can get happy endings. I think she said you can order a drink that comes with a happy yeah, ending. Yeah, you can order a drink. And I was like, now, now. 
Now you want to ask? No, we definitely got to go back. Now, no, no, you just want to ask. Like, how yeah. do you? What's the code yeah, word? How do, you, how do you? What's the password? See, this is why I get in trouble because I really do, I have no need for like a a, a like a Miller High Life and a happy it. ending. Yeah, you don't <laughs> want it back. There. But I just want to know the password. Like, I just like I like like bullshit. You don't you don't <laughs> want the thing. You just want the access in case. This is like that whole parachute me- parachute metaphor that you were giving me. Like, yeah. I, yeah, like, I, I don't. I, I, I hope I never. You're more inclined to jump if you've got the parachute. That's what you said. Yeah, exactly. So I uh, love it. He goes. I would never use it. I just want it back in my back burner, I, just no, in case anything. To me, hits it's just. A, it's just like what they've done there is put a big red button on there that says "Don't push." And in the t- and then I'm I'm the child that's like I want to know the I want to know the combination to the lock. That's it. I'm just a simple man. <laughs> I don't need I don't need a high life hand job combo or whatever the thing. Oops, oops. What's the best dive bar that you've been to in Toledo or in Columbus or actually the old crowd all the, over. You've the, been everywhere, man. Like that song. Well, there's the there's the there's the accidental uh, um uh accidental when I accidentally joined the the far right club in Louisiana. Yes, remember you that? became we did a that. proud boy for, the, for a couple of hours, right? The, Have you heard this story? Uh, they, they listen to the app. But that was a that was that was a, I mean, Sans proud. I love it when they're like, "You need to make a membership," and the, your first reaction was, "Sure." The dollar, like the, I'm going into this place. The cans of beer were a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Look, what do you say? No, and, and that, you stuck around for a while, right? Until like, like no, no, I, I started. I, I signed the paper. I opened my first beer. I set her out. Like settled in, and then I looked at the the decorum. And realized like huh, that's a lot of lightning bolts on that. Yeah, like I'm like, and then it was then it was the the really delicate. Now you're in a delicate social situation where I was just like, this place is fantastic. I want to leave. <laughs> like how how do you you can't? That's what sucks. You fell in love with the people, and you fell in love, <laughs> you fell in love with the people. With it's like Cheers, where they knew your name. Everybody. You were one of them. I put my name on the but FBI just, list. It's like yeah. go, it's like going to get food at Chick Fil A, like. You hate yourself for being there because of what they stand for, but you can't stop going. Right? I've never done that. You've never done that? You've never had Chick-fil-A? What? Popeye's man right over here. Oh, did we have this discussion last night? We did. What's the best chicken sandwich? The the They call it the chicken sandwich of Popeye's. Not from Popeye's. What's the best chicken sandwich you ever the had? The chicken sandwich from Popeye's. Really? Spicy. Is it Buffalo? No, it's 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 a it's the it's the it's the chicken sandwich wars. It's the it's the spicy mayo with pickles. It's there's no way it's better than the Chick Fil A. Have you had it? No, I refuse. I to love come. making blanket statements though. <laughs> All right, so we're, I was getting to something, and then you, I could uh, tell I'm getting to. I was you getting to something. Join the Proud Boys. Oh, I yeah no I I, did, I I've called the FBI. I'm off that list. Um. What other dive bars have you ever been the, to? The Old Crest was the greatest dive bar of all time. Was I, did I did I ever go to that? You may was have that one of those parties where Chunk wasn't invited. No, probably, okay. probably like because there was a football game involved. Yeah, no, that the bar was closed on Sundays unless you, you had the key. Football? You mean soccer, right? No, I mean actual. Have you guys football. been watching the Olympics at all? No, no audience, none. There's no crowd. Is that what they're going to do for Qatar? No. What do you mean? They're not going to have people in, in that audience if COVID's still going on. They had they had for the Euros they had full stadiums. The, the Euro final in England they had they have a, six, a stadium with sixty thousand people in it, and the announcers are like, "There's eighty thousand people in a sixty thousand person stadium." Like, because because all the English soccer hooligans rush the gate. Are you guys stoked for the Olympics? Have you been watching any of it? Have I don't. I just the Olympic sports just never do anything for me. I gotta say, I'm usually more a fan of like the Winter Olympics for whatever reason. They're- just seem more interesting. X Games are bust. Uh, what about would you what, get? All right, if I offered you a thousand dollars each one of you to to just like no practice ski jump. Oh my god, a thousand dollars? No, because yeah, you no way. What, what, what was the, what's the number? Way? What's the yeah, number? What's the like magic number? Uh, a million? You uh, could, come you could on, you could come die. on. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure at three thirty, you're really I'm making a thought. I'm still scarred from of, like serious injuries, not knowing what you're doing, like the first time. Yeah, but what's your your life insurance is five hundred thousand? Like actually, you know, wait, like so do I actually have to try though? Because like I could like go yeah. back and forth really. You have slow. to. No, you, but you you have to there's those grooves. You put your skis in those grooves, and you you oh, just gotta yeah. go. You can't stop. Yeah. You can't stop once you start. It stings. Five thousand. Ten. Ten thousand. Ten thousand. 
I, I'd do it. I'd do it for buck fifty. Let's name things that you would do for money. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this this intro. I you know I've always wanted to change this show to something more free formed, <laughs> something whoop, something less scripted. You know, but. I don't know if my, I, my, help help my wheels spin. What what's something the dinger dog could do, and then what's the price point that he would pay for it? I don't know when I when I when I left my house and my girls. You have flirted with a man before, but that was on accident. You didn't know that you were doing that. I was gonna say, how far could you with the opposite sex? You did flirt. With I, I flirt with I, I, all the time. I, I flirt. Yeah. Your charm is just too much sometimes, and you're not even trying to do it. You're not even flirting with them, but they're taking it the wrong way. Correct. Uh, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. If you're going to give me the angle, I'll take that. You know, I'll take the inside path, but sometimes you got to flirt. Steal a car. How, how much, how no, much to steal the, a car? There's no, there's no upside in that. What? I don't get the car. Like, the, yes, but you get the money if you steal the car. If what, you get busted, you get in trouble. All right. So all I have to do is steal. High speed chase. Uh, there's Can no, you get away? No. No. You no, will. Uh, do I have a motorcycle? A, a motorcycle? That'd be... I mean, if you're going to be in a high-speed chase, like, I don't know why criminals don't all ride motorcycles. Have you seen the, the criminal, like, I guess I shouldn't say that, sorry, slander or libel or whatever the legal term is, the allegedly cr- criminal biker gangs in Columbus that are running around now? No. So it's kind of one of those things Did where you the- start this? Is this another one of your underground <laughs> clubs? No, where the Columbus police have kind of somehow got out there that they're not going to chase, like, the, the crotch rockets. And so the... Like the, those bands of people with the nice, nice motorcycles, the Kawasaki's and stuff. Yeah. So they they're running around like short north. It'll be like gallery night, and they'll just zip through and like sp- spray dirt with their tires on all the people and zip away. And the cops are like, "We're not allowed to chase them." And then so that that evolved into um, you starting a biker gang. Yeah, but but evolved into the people starting dandies. this. But like it's like it's like a misfit biker gang where there's like four wheelers and like like it's just people running around on. You used to be a no good Nick riding around on a bike, leather jacket. I wish I leather jackets. I don't know. It's got to be a brown leather jacket. Do you have any of those points in your life where you just took off two years and you were just a wild outlaw? No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wrap this shit up. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, let's take a, uh, a word from our sponsors and we will be back with some reviews. Gentlemen, I know you guys, we, we, we kind of sat around before the episode, had a few drinks and, and we're talking about, uh, the, the, the woes of air travel right now. It's, uh. It's pretty rough right now. Malpow, how was Philly? Yes, I was stuck there an extra day. I got off a connecting flight, and then they immediately canceled another flight. And then it took about two hours for me to find somebody who could give me an answer on what was going to happen. Were you alone? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, Kyle, you were in Albany or, or something of the sort? Yeah, that's it. Uh, and uh, how'd that go for you? Uh... I was waiting to catch my flight, and they just canceled it, and I had to drive a state away to to grab the flight home to be uh, home in time for work and all. Were you alone? Uh, Yes, I was. Okay. So, moral implications. I was talking with the folks in moral implications. We hate the way the airlines are treating you, right? Why are they treating you... Like someone that doesn't have somewhere to be, and then and you get that extra time, right? Like you had a little, you 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 had like an extra day. When I was stuck in Chicago, I had an extra day, a day in Chicago. But you're so worried about what am I going to catch my flight? Am I going to have to get get be on the waiting list? Blah blah blah. That you can't enjoy yourself. So moral, me and the folks at Moral Implications have come up with Moral Implications Airlines. It's our own airline booking service, and here's what we're going to do for you. You're going to book a flight. You're going to fly on a normal airline, right? And what we do is we ghost your return flight. So what you say, hey, family number one, we're, I, I've got to go on business. I'll be back on Thursday. Thursday. Thursday, if all goes right, but those darn airlines and what moral implications does is it actually books your flight flight for Saturday morning. Uh-huh. So on Thursday, you go to the airport and you oh no, your flight gets canceled. 
And does that mean you just get to gamble? No, yeah. Just, your Look flight gets canceled, dudes. But you, but they guarantee. They're meanwhile in Europe, and all your family members get all the the, the updates. They search your flight number. Oh no, it's canceled. Oh no, they they lose your flight voucher. They're you're in hell. So you're nobody wants to bother you. You're in your like you're like I'm just sitting at a lonely hotel bar. Meanwhile, part of your booking fee is you get some casino credits. You get some bar credits. And you get to do what you want. You have a little free time. It's a it's a built-in business vacation disguised as a delayed flight. So markup's pretty simple. 35% markup on your normal flight. They'll they'll book the hotel for you. They'll they'll give you some credits or some some drink tokens or whatever you need at whatever depends on where you're at. I suggest Atlantic City. It sounds expensive, but the all-inclusive nature really helps. The see, well. and and really, and if you're worried about it, like the customer service is really where it brings it home. Like when when you when when your when your significant other is calling because you're not able to pick your dog up out of boarding, like moral implications is like gonna do the airline thing and say, "We're sorry, ma'am, you have to wait six hours to talk to somebody." They're gonna airline that, and it's gonna feel right for everyone involved. 35% markup, moral applications to airlines. Book it. Moral implications. Moral implications. Hello and welcome back to the second segment of the afternoon. Yeah, dinger dog. That was the longest commercial you've ever done. That's not true. That's not true. I think <laughs> there was the, the uh, episode, the first bourbon episode, where, my, where I was talking real well, was slow. Thinking- I was thinking to myself, I was like, yeah, this is what happens when you're all hopped up on Red Bull vodkas. But the sugar-free is probably good for you. Yeah. And it, it's smart. I, it's an upper and a downer. Yeah. Yap Reviews. Let's do this thing. Uh, Dinger Dog. You oh. actually brought something? Now, is it relevant? Is this a book that came out a decade ago that you just got to? No. This is like is the, this hottest, a, is this, the hottest take that we probably I've probably brought to the Yap. It's, it's an animated show. It is not. Wow. It's it's a re, it's a reality show, loosely reality show. So it's called Clarkson Farm. It's on Amazon Prime. Um, and for those of you, I guess probably just Chunk in the room because I think everybody else knows who Jeremy Clarkson is. Uh, do you know who Jeremy Clarkson is, Chunk? He's the guy that's kind of a jerk, right? Okay, good. I mean, he's not wrong. (laughs) You're not wrong, and very good cover. He's the British conservative fellow that's kind of a jerk. Not quite. Yeah, yeah, he just just left like one of the shows that he was on. Right. Yeah, he left. So he's he's from Top Gear, which was like a big car show, like in the world. It was one of the biggest shows in the world. Bully man. He is a little bit. I mean, he did punch the producer, and that's why he got fired from Top Gear. But that's not what this is about. So he has the premise of this show is he purchased along with his like stunningly beautiful 40 year old wife. And he's like 63, um, some farmland, like not some farmland, a lot of farmland in, in England. And he's going to be a, like, and I think they bought it just cause they could. And then he decided he wants to make a show of it and he's going to be a farmer. And what happens is it, it, so it's a six or eight episode series where he's a farmer. And, I here I'm gonna cut right to the chase. I really like Jeremy Clarkson. I think he's he's really clever in some of his things, and this has all of the good things about Jeremy Clarkson, and all of the bad things about the the kind of end of Top Gear, where it's like it's a little too staged. Like early on, you can feel like there there are real points of tension. Like he he legitimately pisses off everyone in his little like town that has charters and, and things like that he ha- hires a young farmer kid to help him who knows what he's talking about and forever gets mad at jeremy for the dumbest things but the the drama seems a little scripted and uh let's see i love but at the same time it's fun watching jeremy clarkson like try to deliver sheep that are born and get all grossed out and it so if you're a big fan of jeremy clarkson and Top Gear in general, I'd say give it a shot, but don't expect it to be Top Gear. Well, this is like a real review. Yeah, great did job. I do it? You did it. Great job. What do I do now? I want to talk about oh. the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword <laughs> HD. This is a remaster, not a remake, that just came out of Skyward Sword. Uh, that came out 10 years ago, and it is one of two 3D Zelda games 
that I never finished. I, I never finished Majora's Mask either. I just didn't like the way that that one played. But Skyward Sword came out 10 years ago. It was a swan song on the Wii. Uh, it got great reviews when it did came out. When it did come out, and it was all motion controls. And so the big thing about this new remaster is, is they were promising us that we would have the new motion controls with the Joy-Cons, but then you would also be able to use your Pro Controller. I was stoked. It was one of the main reasons that I stopped playing it and that I didn't love it 10 years ago was playing with the waggle joystick <laughs> move control, Sorry. whatever. It's just not great for Zelda. It's it's okay in it's limited... It's really fun to watch, though. Yeah. It's, it's, Wait, it's fun to watch Chunk play with his waggle? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Good stuff. Uh, <laughs> Do you know he just said waggle joystick? I, I know, and then I laughed. Were you here? Yep. Okay. Uh, they didn't fix any of the problems. Uh, the, the controls for the Pro Controller um, aren't great because they map the sword to the right stick, and because they do that, there is no option to move the camera around Link. So you have to hold a button, uh, I think it's like LR, to able to use the camera. LR? How, that's chaos. Like it can't, How can it be L and R at the same time? It's, it's the top bumper. But okay. it, there, there's yeah. so many better control methods that I wish. I don't know if anything really could have worked for the Pro Controller because of the way that the game is just solely focused on movement. Like move or the move can the the move controls are ingrained into everything, into the combat, into the puzzles. And I'm I'm about five hours into it and I'm still playing. I'm still chugging along. I mean the presentation is fantastic. It's it's a long story. A lot there's a lot of dialogue that goes on that I wish that you could skip. Um <laughs> Uh, how did you have you is that the first time that you've ever played that game Mal? yeah i mean maybe when it first came out if you had it i I tried it or something but not that i really remember and it was just like you said like when the controls work it's not bad but they just doesn't work a lot like that's it's kind of the same thing with like because i've played a lot of vr stuff where when it works well it feels awesome but if it's even a little bit of like glitching out it just it, it's so apparent and so annoying. It's a frustrating experience and it's kind of exhausting. Like I can only play about an hour of that where until I get frustrated and have to turn it off. I mean, Kyle, I, is that why you like watching it cuz Chunk gets frustrated? Is that I held my cool. It's just funny. Yeah, it's funny watching him get frustrated and like slashing around, waving his arms about wildly, like trying to smack a spider. Well, yeah, you're supposed to like to defeat one enemy. You're supposed to turn him around and jab forward. So you jab forward, and it, yeah, it, it, it was good registering. So I'm sitting there exhausting myself, going, "I just all I want to do is sit back with a controller and relax and play this like every exhausting other Zelda myself. game." Yeah. Three jabs. <laughs> Three jabs. I don't. I. I didn't get into this for arm movement. I, I just <laughs> like the Legend of Zelda. It's like one of like right next to Resident Evil is one of my favorite series, and usually I can put up with stuff just to see it through. But this is a long game. This is like fifty hours. And when this game came out ten years ago, I probably played about thirty to thirty-five hours of it over the course of like a year because I just. Could it was so it's so frustrating. This is, it came out it's, on the U, Wii U? no, it just came out. It was one of the last uh games on the Wii, okay. and it scored terrific. I mean, I think IGN gave it like a 10, and I, I, I don't understand the disconnect because I, for me, it's just an extremely frustrating experience. About I don't know, I'm, I'm gonna still keep on playing it. Like, I it, when I was sitting there paying attention. Like really trying to play the game, and it was working. I was having fun. Now, if, but I don't know. It's it's. I give it about a seven. I guess I, I'm gonna keep on playing it. I mean, the presentation's fantastic. The story's fine. You'll get better after at fifty hours. You're only ten percent in. I'm yeah. I'm what well, yeah. May I? It's a long game. Um, uh, seven. Whatever. I I want to be so much more excited about it, but I'm not. Seven. Seven. You guys want to talk about the Loki? Score that you can give. Yeah, that, that is the on a scale of one to ten, seven is awful. I don't even know if I should give. I don't even know if I should give a score. I think I'm full of it because those controls are 
they promised me that I was going to be able to play with a pro controller, and that's what I was so excited about. It's seven, I, seven, <laughs> and and honestly, the Joy-Con controllers work better than the pro controller does because there's just baffling decisions and there's no options. There should be like control type A, control type B, control type C, but Nintendo isn't like that. And they're not going to come back and patch this game at all because they are not like that. They they put the games out. It doesn't matter what their fans say. Body confident. They're Yeah, they're they're not going to change, but whatever. It's, it's, oh, it's a frustrating experience. Let's talk about Loki. Oh, on, did you watch it yet? No, I don't. I haven't watched any of the Marvel stuff. I'm sorry. We're gonna spoil the shit out of it. Is that okay? Uh, that that's that's fine. Uh, Owen Wilson's a time bandit. Yeah, he's great in it. Uh, mm. My pal, set up the story for me. Yeah, are you, the entire show. Sure, <laughs> sure. Set it up. Yeah. Start with uh, the first molecule in the Marvel universe and build from there. It's so a we bad, got it's all the bad. time. So it long, was the. It was. I. I. will admit that I never saw any of the Netflix shows because they didn't look appealing. They looked, you watch WandaVision? No, no that, that was a Disney. that was Netflix, a Disney show. Yeah. The Netflix shows I think was like what Punisher, uh, Daredevil. Did you watch them? Um, was it Jessica Jones or yeah? But it, it was. I guess that's stupid for me to say too, because if I'm only comparing two, it, it's one of the best Marvel things I've seen. I mean, I think, yeah, of the three that they've done on Disney now, WandaVision I thought was awesome. Um, the uh, Winter Soldier, Falcon, Captain Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I thought was okay. Maybe not kind of, it was just a little bit more kind of like just like the movies, a little less out there. This kind of split the difference for me in terms of it being like getting into more of kind of the cosmic storyline stuff, some of the the more out there characters, especially with, and I guess the spoiler alert. Spoils. Spoil. But like how they ended it in introducing who's probably going to be the new big bad for the next like cycle of movies. Um, but still being a little more. Um, so is that guy going to be the new Thanos? Is that, was that the thought process? So they, they're certainly opening up. So, so there's a, there's a character in the comics called Kang the Conqueror. And I'm not like a giant uh, nerd. You're not, no, a, I am you're, a you're not that okay. Be obvious by now, but uh, I'm not like a, a giant fan of the comics to the point where I like know that character much at all. But basically, the idea is you've got this guy who is gets deeply involved in stuff across all the multiverses, so all the different universes all connected. Um, they've totally brought that in. They've already started to see, sow some of those seeds with some of the Doctor Strange stuff and definitely the Ant Man stuff, and it looks like it's going to be more of that coming. So this is like a a, a villain that makes sense for pulling in more of that idea of like having, you know, uh, other st- basically, you know, a multiverse uh, that you can go between the different places where different things have happened. The, the heroes turned out differently, you know, can, depending on which one you're from. Can I ask a question? That, sure. And it's going to be loaded, and I don't mean it to be as loaded as it is, but this is all intentional because some, some, I'm like from. From afar, from like walking through my living room and watching the, the girls watch some of this stuff and, and my kid, I'm like, I don't understand. And she pulls out a notebook and draws different timelines and says where people are. It feels a little bit like, remember when Lost first came out? And you're like, they're just making it up as they go along. But you're telling me this was on purpose. No, this is, so I think. By at, design. At the very beginning of like the Marvel Cinematic Universe or whatever, some of that I think was they were just pulling what they thought was interesting. At this point, it's owned by Disney and there's like, probably a story bible and they've got it all laid out where they want to go with it we should steal that i was instantly drawn in because they let you know right at the beginning that this show deals with multiverse and i think that the first thing or media that i ever experienced where i had a really strong idea of the multiverse was uh bioshock infinite and it's just a fascinating story mechanic and you is this is it tom hiddleston is that his name yes He's just unbelievably charming. He's got to be one of my favorite Marvel actors. And well, who's the, he? What Loki? Loki. Uh-huh. <laughs> the, the the sets the sets the are fantastic. Especially what what's the name of He's the got bureau? The metal arm, right? What was the name of the bureau? In Loki, the TVA. Yeah, and that's a fantastic. Uh, uh, describe it, Malpal. Give me a little bit of breathing room. I mean, basically, the the at the beginning of the series, it's set up as they're the ones who are supposed to prune uh, rogue timelines to, like, maintain this, um, I don't know, this already planned out uh, timeline. So 
If there's something that goes differently, they go and trim it so it just maintains a single timeline instead of a bunch of split timelines that all go off on their own. That's kind of the setup of it. And as you go through the series, it turns out that maybe there's more behind that than, than what they think. This sounds like Aqua Teen Hunger Force episode. Did I watch this already? Maybe. No. Okay. Sorry. I'm and done. Have, I'm done we criticizing. Really, we haven't really gotten into any spoilers, and we don't have to get into any I mean, spoilers. I, I, we I'm shouldn't, pretty sure actually. All of this was stuff that was in the comics at some point, so they're absolutely. <laughs> so, Hunger Force definitely could have ripped off that story at some point. One of my favorite episodes, and this is the only kind of spoiler, is when Loki runs into different variations of himself. And what, what was the one Loki that was an animal? That was, I mean, it was. Well, there's, a, there's like a crocodile Loki, yeah. I think. I don't know if that was in the comics or if they made that one up, but. Uh, there were, like, all the other ones that showed up, apparently. And, again, I, I d- haven't read all those comics or anything. But, apparently, they are all supposed to be ones that are, like, show up in the comics somewhere along the line. Hmm. Okay. Um, I, I'm excited. There was, You were about to say something, Kyle? Yeah. I, there's there's one thing that this show kind of accomplishes. And um, it, over the course of, it was six episodes, right? Yeah. And that was great, too. That it wasn't, like, drawn out. It yeah, wasn't eight it was, or ten it was, episodes. It was nice, tight tightly paced uh-huh. and um it it was a real good run for the six episodes but it, it accomplished the task of we've we've gone through the first four planned sequences that they had which involved thanos this villain and these all-powerful magic rocks mm-hmm. this made the made the effort in the it accomplished the task of just wiping that all away like that's in the past now. There's something bigger. There's something scarier. Because one sequence in the show, Loki, they just open a drawer, and it's just full of infinity stones, like 30, 50 infinity stones, all the colors, multiples of each. And they're just like, yeah, we just we just have these. They don't we really use them for paperweights. Yeah. They, like, they're just sitting in a desk drawer. So like Loki is doing just a bunch of heavy lifting here to set up the whole next sequence of the next... I don't know, decade of Marvel and the movies and where they're going to go. And it's all going to be about the, the different timelines and the different variations of the characters. And like, I'm just, I'm excited to see it. Can, can I, uh, that are you, you, I was going to ask a question, but you kind of answered it there at the end. Do you think that like, when, how, how, how long does Marvel, I mean, I guess as, as someone who doesn't love, I've, I've never invested, I've never invested a, a, a moment. So, from the outside, no, no, no movies. I mean, I watched Spider Man one and two with like the upside the red ha- the red haired woman in the. That, that's not Marvel though, or I mean, that's Marvel. I'm sorry, but that was not Disney. That Marvel was way before. Yeah, like that so, I've Sony. never done the whole like tied together trilogy. Like I, I can't think that I've watched. I mean, I've watched parts of them, but I've never invested any time. So to me, it feels like they're. I'm. I guess I'm surprised that they still have such like a tailwind. I mean, it's part of it is that because they are and it was really smart on Disney's part because they, you know, had gone through they had basically built their brand, their legacy, whatever on mining, you know, all of the fables and myths from, you know, all the various cultures. And they're still doing that now. But what's the next big sort resource? You know, where do you get the next set of those? And it's it's comic books. And There's been so many Marvel comic books for so long with so many variations of the characters just in those comic books. This is absolutely a great move because now it makes it that much easier to introduce, you know, another Thor. But you you don't think people will burn out on like, I guess it's like Star Wars. I I I don't burn out on Star Wars. So I mean, I I threw up my fist probably five years ago and I think I said I'm done going to the movies, but they're still they're still good. They know, like I, I. I still watch every one of them. I mean, I don't think they're all masterpieces, but there's, there's, I will say that they all have like a baseline competence where even the worst one is still not like a movie where I think I would walk out feeling like I wasted my money. Like it's like an HBO show, like an, like you, you go into an HBO show and it might not be your favorite, but you're still like, that was well made and there was nudity. Well, I think counter to your point earlier where you said that like they're just making this up as they go along, I think the impressive feat of all of this is how much of it is planned. 
Like, this is all laid out. They know exactly how the one movie leads to the next, and, like, they've got it planned out for the next decade. So, so how, I guess how, if you spend how, how many billions on the... How did they meticulously plan Marvel, but then they were writing the Star Wars movies as they were going for the trilogy, for the final trilogy? Because there was already Marvel was already had all these stories laid out, and what they're really doing is they're they're trimming them and organizing them in a way that makes a continual overall meta story. So they're taking something that's already there and rearranging it, and I think doing a good job of it. Star Wars didn't have that. I mean, you had like, if you want to get into like the, you know, expanded universe books or whatever, there's a bajillion things out there, but a lot of it was kind of crap. So I feel like they're not, they don't have as rich a seam to mine from. They have a really cool universe in Star Wars. And that's what I think we're going to see more of, especially as they do. Like, I mean, look at the Mandalorian, how good that was. And that was just basically, you know, looking at, well, what if we focused on, you know, this one group from the universe? It wasn't even a character that had, you know, you've got characters from, the movies and things that have come out in there, but like the main character, the Mandalorian in that series, isn't a character that was in the the Star Wars, you know, as far as I know, the Star Wars continuity or anything before that. So like they kind of have to make they kind of have to start from scratch a bit more of the Star Wars stuff. I think is what's going on with it. That that's the most interesting Marvel conversation I've ever had. I, I don't mean that in a bad way. I, like it's like I maybe maybe I should. It's just now I think I have feel fear of like starting. Like it's almost the opposite of fear of missing out. Like I, it's a lot yeah. To get I mean, through. right now you are behind. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm like a decade. You're behind. very behind. But those, those, oh, most of those movies stand on their own, where you don't really need to know the backstory. I mean, it helps a lot, but yeah. I mean, you've got quite a ways to go. Samuel L. Jackson has one eye, and Loki has a metal arm. That's, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Did Sorry. you guys? Did you guys watch um, Black Widow? Uh, I did. Was that a movie that, that you think is up there, down there? I mean, I, my wife absolutely loved it, and then she started. Then she watched. She wanted to like follow that story, so then she went and watched Endgame and um, and Infinity War, and then she watched um, uh, Doctor Strange. After that, like she just got hooked, and I thought it was. I thought it was really, really good. But it's it's a. I'm not going to watch it again. I think that happens with a lot of Marvel movies. Is I really like watching it once, and then I don't have any interest to see it again. I mean, I, I would put that as one that is again like it's a competent action movie. It's it's not bad. I enjoyed watching it, but like you said, it's not. It's nowhere near as good as some of where uh, of the ones that they've done. Like there are some movies I think like Guardians of the Galaxy, where you can probably watch them more than one time and, and really enjoy it. I don't know if I'd ever go back and watch Black Widow. You know, at now that I'm talking, one movie that I did love was The Winter Soldier, the second Captain America. That one I always felt like was kind of up there in some of their best. What were you going to say, Kyle? Yeah, uh, they have a clearly defined like guideline and map that they follow for their movies, and like Black Widow followed followed it to a T. Yeah, like it was exactly middle of the road. Um, it. It was enjoyable, like a nice summer popcorn blockbuster. But like, uh, the the hero on the ground saves the planet from the Death Star up above. Like they've done that so many times um, that it it just felt like it was know, like Armageddon. Been there, been there, done that, and it it did do enough to fix like a character that had been kind of a mess up until that point. Yeah, the the big thing about it was is they said that her character was hypersexual. Well. Hypersexualized, hypersexualized, and that it was a very sexist character before in the past. That it's been a very sexist, and so they wanted to fix that, well, right? And, like, so they in, in none of the other movies did she have like any agency on her own. She was always sidekick to one of the mm-hmm. male like heroes, and they tried to course correct that with this. But um, knowing what happens in Endgame, and you know, spoiler alert, she dies. Um, none of this has any consequence. None of Black Widow has any consequence because she's gone by the time the next movie rolls around. Now, in when she's dying, though, like it is, and and again, this is spoiler. You you pointed out like it's in it. If she hadn't been there, it wouldn't have necessarily ended the way it would have. But now that's like giving her life for the the thing would not necessarily have worked out if she had died in the the storyline of Black Widow. Who's the actress? Scarlett Johansson. So they didn't sexualize her at all in this. Not like they did when the first Avengers or when whenever they first introduced uh, her like Iron 10 Man years two? ago. I, yes, Iron Man 2. There Man you two. go. Wow. It was all butt shots. And I remember. <laughs> all right. 
Okay, let's wrap this up. This is a mature program. We got one program. more thing I want to talk about. Uh, Call of Duty Warzone Payload is a new mode that just came out about two days ago. You guys sat upstairs and played a couple hours of it. Zach, you still play a lot of Warzone. I haven't really touched it since uh, it, it came out. I did touch it when, um, I think, when they had a new map that came out. You told me all about it, and we played it. It was the... Um, the, the island prison or whatever, but tell me about this new this new mode. So this new mode is um, I'm trying to remember what was it? What was the name of it? Payload, I think. Payload, yeah, yeah. So um, so what it is effectively, it's set like in a couple of different locations around that main uh, Warzone map, and it's effectively like Team Fortress Two, like the minecart levels, or um. Uh, or also Overwatch had a had one of their modes where it was you've got basically in this one it's trucks that are carrying pieces of the satellite and you're trying to one team is trying to escort it to the end of the level the other team is trying to push it back and like keep it from getting to the end and it's just like a push and pull back and forward around these trucks now it is kind of cool they did do a twist on it where instead of just being you know a single linear thing that you're you're moving back and forth along like one track there's actually two of them and you get to decide you know when you die and then respawn you get to decide which one to go to and it even tells you how many team members are at each so you can kind of get a feel for oh crap we need to you know reinforce b right now um and you the, the only way to win is to get both of them all the way to the end of the track so it's an interesting mode i i had a lot of fun playing it earlier you know i think it's another one that They've been kind of smart where they've been cycling through these different modes so that it doesn't, you know, enter rotation permanently, but kind of just, you know, gives you a chance like, oh, that sounds like a fun one. I'll go do that for, you know, however many months or, or weeks that they've got it. I think it's super smart because, uh, what is it, uh, Warzone has always just been in the back of my mind only Battle Royale. So it was, it was it was kind of interesting. That's a, yeah. this is a well, mode. This is a mode. And that's an interesting point in that I wonder if that's a reflection of battle royales going out base. the door. Well, no, that no, that uh, that in terms of like which one is it? Just modern warfare multiplayer, or is it Warzone that that has the larger population of people playing it? Yeah, maybe they're releasing they s- it more on Warzone because that's the one where you know like everyone will be able to jump in. They said that the last Call of Duty was like their most successful one, and. I don't know. That one was very middle of the road. Is there anything that will ever bring you back to that series, Kyle? Call of Duty? You just seem to be only an Apex Legends guy at this time. Yeah, I came back from Modern Warfare and enjoyed it. Like, it was fun. Um, I loved Modern Warfare. I got my my fill after that one game, and, like, I'll probably be okay for the next several. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've been playing the same game every year. I mean, not the same game. That's a blanket statement, but it's every year. 60 bucks. We've played... 15 different iterations. There's not much juice left in the I lime. Did, I did love Modern Warfare, though, because it went back to... They actually worked on the presentation in terms of the sound design, in terms of the graphics. Like For a long time, Call of Duty was really falling by, far behind in, in its presentation. Would so you I'm, play Call of Warfare gray versus blue like a civil war like at one point what's call of warfare call of warfare is definitely a like half-life call of duty for that there was also like one for the revolutionary war and like i i I, I, my joke is it's a little heavy-handed like there was a a world war one i think version of call of duty it was way back It, it came immediately after modern warfare the original modern warfare call of duty 4 modern warfare there was a world war was, one it was call of duty world at war oh yeah yeah but that that was vietnam no <laughs> i thought vietnam no. was world at war that was that was one of the was that, didn't, was it vietnam where they had the gas war. mask and the mustard and I, the weird shaped helmet yeah, and people loved that game Joke. that one like the, there was like bloody kills and stuff that was one that i didn't get into because the first one that i got into was black ops and it just absolutely loved, and then they ran that series into the ground. But uh, Malpa, what do you think? Like, will you when you go home, will you play this mode again, or is it just kind of a fun distraction? Probably not, only because I don't have that much video game time now, and I've got other games I'm playing. But you know, it's the sort of thing oh. that when they do have like a new season, I'll go check out the new map. I'll go if I hear an interesting mode like that. You know, I'll go play it for you know, a couple hours or something like that. But it's still not something I'm playing like every night. I, I've got other stuff I want to play. 
I, I, from what I saw, it looked great, but I, Warzone has never really appealed to me. Other than I, I did have some really fun battle royale matches, but shit, I never, I never broke the top fifty. I don't think, man, that's not fair. Maybe I got into the thirties or so, but uh, it's out now. It's free. Yeah, that's it for the afternoon. Free. Yeah, you boys want to head back outside? Yeah, uh, follow us on Twitter at at afternoon underscore yap. Follow us on Instagram at Afternoon Yap. Uh, please tell your buddies about this show. If you like the show, if we didn't turn you off in the first 30 minutes, uh, leave us a review on uh, iTunes if you get the chance. Danger Dog, you handsome devil. Hi. What would you do? How much would you if you, to kill somebody? A million dollars? No. Ten million dollars? No. Ten million dollars? No. No. There's the risk reward scenario. We'll, we'll talk about this later. Would you kick a dog? See, the, the, the problem with this is a, is a well-designed trick question, because if I would have said $10 million to kill somebody, everybody would have been like, oh, okay, $10 million is a lot of money. If I Any amount of money to kick a dog, and people are like, where's his house? We'll burn it down. I didn't ask for a million dollars. No, I'm not going to kick, kick a dog. dog. I'm not going to kick a dog. Let's kick this episode. I went for a whole hour without the F shop. Uh, see you, boys. Let's go outside. Love you. Love you.